This is the Dancepreneuring Studio Podcast, session number 99. Seven business lessons from a hip-hop dance competition. Hi there, and welcome to session number 99 of the Dance Premier Studio. Oh my goodness, <laughs> session number 99, almost to 100, a milestone, and I'm so excited for that. I'm Annette Bone, and the Dance Premiering Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. I get the privilege of bringing you my journey of going back into the dance world, the lessons I've learned, and the people that I've met who get to also share their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and your business forward. Coming up in our Step to Success segment, All Aboard, in our Dancer's Dialect segment, WWJJD, in our Freestyle Flow segment, A, B, C, or All of the Above, And in our feature presentation, seven business lessons from a hip-hop dance competition. I'm so happy that you've joined me. Hey, this is Kay Nicole, artist, dancer, choreographer, and teacher. And you're listening to another session of the Dancepreneuring Studio with Annette Bone. It's profitable to be skillful and wise. Welcome to this week's Step to Success. A step to your success is anything that moves your life and your business forward. Whether it's an app, a book, or an idea, you can apply something today that will help you succeed. So I'm in the market for a new email service provider, and I have to say this is one area for my business that I've been a little bit negligent on. Even though I do this for clients, for myself, it just has not happened the way that I want it to. I haven't put the time and effort into this part, and that is not good. (laughs) So I have to admit that. But um, this week's step to success is taking advantage of onboarding experiences provided, whether it's an email service provider or another software that you're using or something else, another service, take advantage of the resources that they offer in the onboarding process to get you started I had a 15-minute call that was packed with some great ideas and information with a company called ConvertKit, and I've linked it in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 099. I could not pass up their Cyber Monday deal because with their subscription, I got a trial basis for SamCart and for Teachable and for, I think, Wistia, I'm not sure, a video service provider, and also... Gosh, Teachable, Wistia, I for, oh, Sam Cart. There was something else. I got to look at the list, but I haven't obviously haven't <laughs> activated all of them. But I just could not pass up that deal. But the thing is, taking advantage of their resources, of any, any company that you are starting out with, take advantage of the free consultations and the things that they provide to get your onboarding experience started off on the right foot because you don't know what other ideas they may have. And so um, I had this call and she was extremely helpful and she gave me some great ideas for my podcast. So using their service for my podcast, which some of it I knew I just have not implemented. And I'm just so glad I talked to her and they've been great to work with so far. And I'm excited to get all of this in place and find something that you can use. Obviously, if you have a business for your email service provider, find one that works for your business, for your services, and take advantage of the resources that they graciously offer. 
And now, Life and Business Connect with the Dancer's Dialect. The Dancer's Dialect is the dancer's language. I share dance terminology and concepts across different genres so you can see the correlations in your life and in your business. I got to take an amazing house class at Evolution Dance Studios in North Hollywood. And if you live in that area, if you can get to that area, I highly recommend this house class by Jackie Lopez, also known as Miss Funk. She is Miss Funk. Oh my goodness, she's amazing. And I'm excited to bring her on the podcast very soon. So she's a very influential figure in the hip hop dance community and love what their organization stands for, for her, her company and her organization. And oh my goodness, the music was so good. It's such a feel good class. And we worked on drills and got a great workout. And she's just a beautiful person, a beautiful dancer. And so <laughs> house class, which I haven't taken a lot of lately, I looked up some terminology and um, in the process, I found this term called Detroit jitting. I don't know if I pronounced that right. (laughs) Jitting. I've never heard of it. All these things I'm discovering, you know, as I'm doing research on these things. Anyway, so um, there's this guy called, um, he calls himself Jitting Jesus. And I've linked his video in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 099. And it is really cool footwork. And I don't know how else to describe it, but it's really cool. (laughs) So it's quick. It's it's good. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it, but I loved watching the video. So first of all, if you can get to a house class, especially Jackie's class at Evolution Studios, I'll link it. I'll link that information in the show notes too. get to it because you'll feel so good taking it. The people are, were really nice. Everybody was really encouraging. And then uh, check out this video on jitting, which is again, really cool. (laughs) That's all I can say again, all I can say. So check it out and um, take class that makes you feel good. It's important to train. Of course, I'm all about training and getting better. But then there's some of those classes where it's, oh my goodness, it's feel good. And it's great to feel good in dance class. And now anything goes with Freestyle Flow. What's on your mind today, Annette? Let's see, A, B, C, or all of the above. Who likes multiple choice questions and quizzes and that kind of thing? In school, I definitely did not like testing, and I panicked quite a bit. I did okay on them, I think. I really hated the SAT tests. Oh, my goodness. I did horribly on both of them. And one, the thing I think I hated the most, not so much the subject matter, but the fact that there was so much emphasis put on your identity on how well or how poorly you scored on these. And I think that's it with that's the case with any test. I don't like the fact that there's emphasis on your better person because you did well on this. And I know that there's a time and a place for testing. However, oh my goodness, this subject, I, I thought about this because of those darn Facebook quizzes that come up on my feed sometimes like, what kind of Disney character are you? Or if the, if you were a song or, you know, what song describes your life? And I know they're all for fun. I've never taken any one of them. But <laughs> I thought, you know what? If I want to be Little Mermaid, then darn it, I'm going to put on a Little Mermaid costume, okay? And I'll call myself Mermaid. <laughs> I choose to do that if I want to, okay? 
But there is a time and place for that, for testing for certain things. And I think I've talked about this on a previous session about there are certain personality and emotional intelligence questions that I think are really important because at least you get an idea of how you operate best and and how you handle challenges and where you can kind of adjust, not that you're trying to change yourself and change all the goodness that's within you, but that you can kind of navigate and use your strengths to the best of your abilities and what's more suited for for what you can do and, and have that enhance your passions and what you like to do and how you can best serve other people. So one of the tests that I recommend is from Myers-Briggs, and I do believe I talked about it on a previous session. And the second one, there is a free version of the DISC test, D-I-S-C, and even that is enough to get you started. Of course, you can do all the paid versions of various testing, but at least you have somewhere to start. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. It's unfortunate what I chose to miss out on because of my low self-image in the past. And one of the things I avoided was attending various dance competitions. I had friends and people I knew that went to them all the time. And it was my desire to go just to kind of check them out. And I went to a convention that was kind of a convention slash competition that a friend of mine was assisting. And as much as I loved it, I was uncomfortable. <laughs> uncomfortable, first of all, because a lot of the technique I couldn't handle. Secondly, because of my low self-image and just my constant ugh, comparison and stuff. Anyway, so recently I got to go to my first hip-hop dance competition and I loved it. I attended as press because of my podcast and I really enjoyed it. I learned so much. Hence, this session, seven business lessons learned from a hip hop dance competition. And this one uh, is called Bridge. And it was created by Danny Batimana, who I had the pleasure of speaking with very briefly recently. And I'm so excited to feature him coming up soon. And I loved how well it was run. I loved the artistry that I saw. I learned so much, like I said, and so many things that are not only applicable to dance, but very applicable to life and business. And I will share them with you now as follows. Number one, well, first of all, Danny, if you're listening to this, I thought you were a great host. I thought you were funny and engaging. I loved how well you ran the event and congratulations on it being sold out and loved the enthusiasm and energy of the crowd and congratulations on your success. It's so awesome. So let's get into the seven business lessons. Number one, have a mission statement. Now, in yoga and dance, this is what I love, especially in yoga. It's not always done in dance class, although I think it should be, is that they're always intentional about setting an intention, whether it's on a person that you want to bless or it is a focus, like whether you want to focus on a physical thing or maybe something a little more internal. I love that there is a purpose, a mission. It doesn't have to be written or a written statement. Now, if you're choreographing, what is the message of your piece? Now, you could be choreographing just to make movement. That's fine, too. That's your message. I'm, I'm just making movement, right? But I love pieces that have a message. 
One of my favorite dance teams in the competition was Blank Canvas from Hawaii. Now, I don't know if I'm partial to them because they're from Hawaii, because <laughs> I think people from Hawaii are so nice and so friendly and fun. But they had a mission statement they stated at the end of their performance when they were being um talked to when Danny was talking to them after the end of their performance. And it is this as follows. This is their mission statement. Our bodies are the brushes. The music is our paint. The dance floor is our canvas. And the light is our faith. Isn't that beautiful? I really resonated with that. I loved it. I loved them, by the way, because their attire was very simple. They were clean. And I'll talk a little bit more about that as we get into these other business lessons and it'll make more sense. So have a mission statement. Number two, be purposeful with your content. Now, I know that art is in the eye of the beholder, but with this competition, there were a couple of teams that used props. Some of the execution didn't seem clear to me. It seemed like it was kind of thrown in there. That's just me now. Could have been perceived otherwise from other people. Then there were others like Blank Canvas that I loved their use of props. And I thought it was very appropriate and very well done. And with business, just because something is standard to do or just because you think you want to do it and there's really no reasoning behind it doesn't mean that you or your business needs to implement it. For example, if you have an audience that is really engaged on Facebook or Instagram, but not necessarily on LinkedIn, that doesn't mean that you have to put all your time into LinkedIn or some other platform if they're not there. You want to be where your audience is at. So if they're on Facebook, they're on Instagram, then be there and and help them there because that's where they're at. So be purposeful with your content. Number three, you're only as strong as your weakest link. I loved this team called NSU Modern because to me, they were all strong and they kept me engaged. They had an army theme, even with their uniforms and their choreography. I followed it completely and I did not see a weak link at all as I was watching their performance. It was very good to me. I, I really loved it. One of my favorites. And when I think about business, I and, and even with, um, they obviously did this with their team, you need to do what is necessary to make sure that all your team members embody outstanding work ethics and attitudes. And if they don't, bring them up to par with what you expect. If that means you need to put in extra hours to work on something, or you need to take a special training I think you need to do what's necessary if you want, as a leader especially, you want your team to be cohesive. So do what is necessary to make sure that everybody is on the same page because you're only as strong as your weakest link. Number four, find out what your audience wants and deliver it to them. This was very interesting to me because at the at the dance competition because there definitely were certain things that got the crowd going. Number one, some of the groove moments people really yelled at and responded to, the tricks, whether they were flares on the floor from b-boying or back handsprings or some kind of se- um, some kind of gymnastics sequence and flips and that, that kind of thing, the audience really liked. And then what I found interesting, okay, so you have to give me some, you have to cut me some slack because like I said, this was my first hip hop dance competition, younger crowd for the most part. And... <laughs> I guess maybe I don't know if this has been always this way, but the crowd really responded to when guys danced feminine, like this jazz funk, really like 
sassy style when guys did it, the crowd went crazy. They loved it. And then I thought, oh my goodness, these guys are working it and they are dancing more feminine feminine than most some of the girls <laughs> and me. I'm like, ooh, my goodness, I can learn something. Anyway, so in terms of business, what does your audience want? Find out and create it for them, whether it's a course or it's a training or it's a workshop or something, consulting, find what they want and deliver it to them. Number five, find the areas where you can simplify and clean up. Regarding the dance competition, I found some of the uniforms distracting, and I think it's because of the choreography, because if the formations weren't clean or if they were off by something, it was a lot more noticeable because their uniforms were distracting, whether they were too complicated with patterns or they weren't totally uniform. I know some of them, their purpose was to be different, but I found it kind of distracting on some parts. And for the ones that were really uniform, that were really the same, I could see the dancing so much better because I wasn't distracted by the complexity of their uniform. So I really appreciated that. One of my favorite dance teams came from New Jersey. They're called the Wannabes. And on a side note, I will always have wonderful memories of New Jersey because that's where I spoke at Mid-Atlantic Podcast Conference this past September. So I will always associate New Jersey with a great experience. And so the wannabes, they didn't have the most intricate or complicated choreography compared to some of the other teams, but their execution was clean. And most importantly, oh my goodness, I felt them. I say, oh my goodness, a lot, don't I? (laughs) I felt them. I felt something when they were dancing. I also felt like they weren't trying to be like the other teams where where they, well, there was two, I think, from Hawaii. The rest of them were from uh, various parts of California. And I love them. I felt them. Like I said, (laughs) I just felt so good watching them. And So they were simple and they were clean. And there are areas in our lives and our businesses where we can simplify things and clean up things. Things don't have to be so complicated. So they were memorable because of their simplicity, because of the fact that they made me feel something. So find those areas and simplify and clean them up. Number six, watch your words. Communication is everything. Okay, so what sounds better? I am improving in this area for, let's see, for example, like if I'm saying, I'm improving in my fuete turns and my alasacon turns, which I talked about in a previous session. (laughs) I'm improving in picking up choreography, that kind of thing. Or does this sound better? I'm still trying to work on this and I'm still trying to work on my turns and I'm still trying to work on my extensions. One sounds better than the other, right? The first one definitely sounds better. It makes you feel better when you're saying, I'm improving in this area or I'm doing awesome in this area. And what I noticed, one of the teams used this phrase a lot. Oh, we're trying to do this and we're trying to do that. And I can understand the sentiment of it, but words carry power and you know, if I were to advise them, I'd say, you know what, you need to say I am great at this, or I am improving in this and not I'm trying and I'm trying, you know, that just it does not sound like a winner's attitude. (laughs) For lack of a better description. I understand I know you're working on it. and, And I do appreciate that. But change your communication, change your vocabulary, watch your words, and you'll see a huge difference the way you approach things. 
Number seven, create and cultivate camaraderie. What I loved about this event is at the end of the performance for the competing teams, they got together and Danny went out and talked to them a little bit, got the directors out of each team and and uh, they awarded what's called MVD, Most Valuable Dancer. And so the team votes on this and it's based on positivity and work ethic and, you know, all the good things that we like that I like to talk about in terms of self-development and being the best version of yourself and that kind of thing and people. And uh, I love that part. And the common theme that I found within most of these teams was that there was a sense of family. And I think it's so important to create that culture of community, whether it's in your dance organization or in your business. And one that stood out to me that really touched me was from a team called The Good Project. Oh, I love that name because it stands for Growth out of dance. Ooh, I love that. So the Good Project recently lost one of their members. Um, I think his name was Jerry Vu. And I have some friends that know him. I did not know this person. But um, apparently he made a very, very um, a big impact on his team because they voted him, even though he's passed away, they voted him as the MVD, Most Valuable Dancer. And that was really touching. And so you don't know how your attitude, your work ethic, and what you do impacts other people and the example that you set. So create and cultivate camaraderie within your organization. Okay, so that was seven, right? I have a bonus one for you. I had to I had to include this. So here's a bonus one. So number eight. So instead of seven, let's do eight, okay? So this is the bonus business lesson. Number eight, pay attention to how you start and how you end. So important. People remember how you start and how you end, right? Especially how you end. So with this competition, I noticed a lot of common floor patterns and formations. I don't know if that's the nature of the competition or just because I was seeing so much. But the one that stood out to me, the there were a couple of endings that I really liked because the formation was not like the rest of them. <laughs> and then the beginning one, what I really liked was um, there was one from, can't recall the... the uh, the team, but they had a formation that looked like the American flag. So it looked really cool. I really liked how they started with that. And so how you start and how you finish is so critical in your life and in your business and in any kind of project that you that you do. And, and the cool thing, though, is to be encouraged that you can adjust along the way. So I really liked that. That really stood out to me. That was memorable. And they obviously were very intentional with their messaging, as we had talked about. And I remember that because it looked like the American flag and they were in tight formation and they were the only ones that did it. And it was different. The ending for a lot of them, they were at a this angle with their head, like they were nodding or looking to the right or to the left and just standing there. And so that was common. And so I didn't really jive with that. I know that you had to have a finish and it's always important to have a finish, like a period to the end of your sentence. And um, I know that was important, but I think you can be more creative with how you finish and it can still be strong. I, I don't know if they tried to finish that way because it was easier to finish that way, just standing and kind of looking to the side. And anyway, that's just my opinion. Art is in the eye of the beholder, but I just think that the business lesson, the life lesson is start well and end well.
What event have you learned the most business and life lessons from? It can be dance or anything else. I would love to hear about it. And you can go to AnnetteBone.com forward slash 099, where you can also find the show notes to the session. And if you found this podcast helpful or any of the other sessions helpful, I would really love and appreciate if you could give a rating, a review, and also subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or Google Play. And that way I can continue improving the podcast and get your name out on a future session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate you spending this time with me. I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by annettebone.com and dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.